podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Day Trippers, brought to you by bookmakers.com. Hello, good evening, and welcome to the midweek fix um, from the LFC Day Trippers, the second midweek fix of the week, because me and Phil done one on Monday. This one is a bit different, though. It's a call-in show. So, if you want to call in and you're a subscriber to this channel, in the community tab on YouTube, you can see a post there with the link. Um, you click the link route through your browser, and you can come in, and you can chat to us, ask a question, we'll answer it. You head off, and another person comes in. Now, if we get a load of calls, great if we get no calls great doesn't matter but we won't be doing a call in again we always do these things that you're asked to do and then when we do them people don't fucking call or people don't watch the watch alongs and then we just bin them so it's um what you call it keith it's like um try not trial and error market research was that what you yeah trial and error as well you know what i mean but yeah, yeah it's a bit of a, a bit of market research see if it works you know what i mean um, it's like Chris Barty found show this one or Adrian Kennedy <laughs> 10 o'clock get on there share your woes and see where we go from there alright okay Shawnee how are you good good um, really into the game last night something different from Liverpool good to see his look more structured again so, and a game I wasn't even looking forward to to be honest with you as uh, soon as I saw the lineup, I was more intrigued. So yeah, good. And uh, there's a few wet the beds losing the head as well over social media, imaginary world again today, which is always entertaining. Yeah, so I'm sure yeah. it's it's genuine. It is genuinely torn into. Um, it, it is torn into making you believe your world, isn't it? It's fucking insane. No, well, it's it always has been, but you know, like. I don't know whether it's because I'm a little bit older now, but you're kind of, you're always up to these things. You can see exactly what it is. Um, it's fucking gas, though. Uh, absolutely hilarious. The way people get so in trial and this stuff, that's completely made up. Um, but, uh, yeah. Bring it on. But if any of them have courage and their convictions, they'll be calling in, I'm sure. Yeah, well, listen, as I said, if people want to call in, that's fine. If we're left here, the three of us on our own, we'll have a chat for now and then we'll head off. It doesn't bother us. Um, the lads are the lads are commenting on Shawnee's internet. It is having a, a bit of a mare, but we'll see how long it holds out. And if it doesn't, he'll just spin the route around three times and um, put it back on and it'll be all good. Um, Keith, first, I'm, I'm going to bring up comments here. Um as we go, uh, P Max says, "For fuck's sake, now it seems that FSG are staying. More years of non-support in the transfer market, wasted club and this team's potential." Um, what do we actually know about this, Keith? That's that's my question, because very yeah, little. Look, I, I woke up. I woke up this morning to, um, you know, James Pierce saying that Liverpool are erring on the side now of minority sale of a minority part of Liverpool and and everyone fucking lost their shit. <coughs> now, this is James Pearce that along with Ornstein and people say, no, Ornstein broke the news. 
Go back to the day it happened. Ornstein embraced breaks the news and Pierce follows it up very quickly with a follower up, follow up um, sort of thing. What do we actually know here? Because it's just every day is something different. Like I seen a Twitter spaces, genuinely seen a Twitter spaces on the top of me feel. I never go into them because I despise them. Right? Yeah, I'm not and, and it basically said in the top of it, Liverpool to own, Liverpool to be owned by Qatar or Liverpool, you know, Qatar yeah. or Liverpool, you know, one of this. Anyway, genuinely the next day, because Qatar hadn't announced that he'd bought Liverpool Football Club, there was a spaces with all the same people in it saying, FSG are staying. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, when you, when you actually look at it, Keith, genu- genuinely, what, what do we know here? Because I don't, I don't, I think it's fair to say that, that FSG are looking in some way to get rid of part or all of Liverpool Football Club. But everything else after that, we don't know. Yeah, and see, this is it. I think something that's that's very pertinent here is, you know, Sean, you touched on it, you know what I mean? People listening to, to, to what you want to hear, Simon Garfunkel, Simon Garfunkel said, <coughs> hear what you want to hear and disregard the rest. And I think that's what's sort of happening, you know? Like, you look at... Originally, it came out that FSG were looking to part sell the club. And everyone assumed, because they got the big hit in banks, um, or the big hit in the... Um, Goldman Sachs and all these. It was a Goldman Sachs, whoever yeah. it was. The Guardian and the other crowd to to broker this. That this isn't just a minority sale. This is a full sale. It's it's going to be huge. It's going to be mega. And then everyone thought it was going to be a full sale. And then everyone thought it was going to be a partial sale. Everyone thought it was going to be a full sale. And everyone thought it was going to go to American owners. And everyone thought it was going to Middle East owners. And then Qatar announced that they were going to do, it. but he didn't announce that really. You know what I mean? And people just rumored it. And this is what's happening. Everybody's just running and and jumping on stories. James Pierce and look, James Pierce is James Pierce. He's he's very reliable on some things with Liverpool previously, but I think that that sort of has waned in the last few years, and he's taken a different approach to Liverpool now. And I would take what James Pierce's information is, maybe with a pinch of salt. That's not to say he's not got any information, but I just don't think it's as concrete as it was a few years ago. And he seems to be going now down the road of not anti FSG, but um. He seems to be a little bit erring on that side. And and to me, I don't know how much credence I'd give to James Pierce. Not that, look, he knows more than we do. Do you know what I mean? But I don't know. Until I hear something more concrete, like Jurgen Klopp is saying one thing in a press conference a couple of days ago, basically. And and again, it could have been Sean, he touched on this on Sunday. He's only saying a couple of days ago, the journalists, we're not going to be telling you if there's anything happening. And now all of a sudden we're taking journalist words again. Do you know what I mean? So I think people have this t- insatiable thirst for their own agendas. And I think, you know, and in the chat, and there's loads of them in the chat. And look, it is what it is. I'm not telling people what they can and can't think about Liverpool or about FSG. But people want FSG out and they will literally do anything to get them out. Is that going to happen? Possibly. Is a, a sale going to happen? Possibly. See, I can understand why they'd want to keep a stake in Liverpool because it is, you know, as far as money goes, it's a big deal. You know what I mean? It's an investment that's constantly grown. But how realistic it is, I don't know. But, um, yeah, I, I just think until we hear something from a more credible source than James Pierce, 
I don't really pay it too much attention, to be honest. I, I, not that I don't pay too much attention, but I don't know which way it's going is what I mean. Do you know what I mean? Until we hear something more concrete, or the announcement of a sale, or I don't know if Paul Joyce is going to be in the in the market for breaking news like this, but, you know, until you hear about a sale or you start hearing a lot of the journalists talking about advanced sales or bids, we're hearing about bids, and then we're hearing the bids aren't happening, and then we're hearing about they might happen, and then they're going to happen next month, and in two months they're going to be bids. This all sounds like the absolute biggest load of bollocks you'll ever hear because, like, who's, who's informing these people that in two months there's going to be a bid? You know, it, it's crazy. So I think you... As much as you might want FSG out, and look, that's fair enough. I think everyone at this stage feels that their current model is is broke. It's done. It cannot continue with this. Unless they're going to change that, they have to move on and be taking the club as far as he can go. But I wouldn't be getting too worked up about tweets and things like that from aggregator accounts because they're just everywhere and you can't pay too much attention to them. Okay. Um, We have a forced caller. Let's see if it works. Bruno is the person's name. Let me see. Yes, four. Bruno, can you hear us? This might go badly. Hi. Hiya, Bruno. I've got a few things I've got to get off my chest. I've been on Coppish TV. I've been on um, Jamie Phillips' show as well. John W. Henry is really starting to piss me off. Okay. It's really starting to piss me off. Why? I'm going to make this perfectly clear to every single Liverpool fan out there, whether you're a FSG fanboy or you're just a Liverpool fan in general. We don't accept finishing second place. We don't accept finishing third place. And we don't accept finishing fourth either. Finishing fourth, finishing third, finishing second place. Is horse poop. It's diarrhea. Okay, we are not Tottenham Hotspur. This isn't. This isn't the Olympics. Yeah, we're not Tottenham Hotspur who flipping accept finishing second place. We are not the bridesmaid. You know, if you've been to a wedding, if you've been to a wedding, right? You know the bridesmaid that takes the bride down the aisle. We're the bride. We're the person that's getting married. Yeah. Bruno, We're not... Bruno, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Who else in England has won every trophy in the last five years? Liverpool, obviously. Who, who else? else? Apart from City, who have won... No, no, no. What? No, whoa, whoa, whoa. no. What have City no. not won? What have City not won? Oh, yeah. We're the only ones. Exactly. So yeah. we're not Lloyd's manager, Matty. Yeah. You, you, no, like, no. I understand. No, I understand your frustration, but you can't be so entitled as a football fan. No, but only one team can win the league. Here's think... the problem I have. Though. Here's the problem I have. Right, one title in thirteen years. Thirty years. My problem. Thirty. Well, that's even worse then. But yeah, since but that... John. Has been in charge one title in thirteen years. One yeah, title, in 13... yeah, but none in the seven in before that. In seventeen before it. See, do, do you not? Do you not see? Do you, can I ask you a question? You can answer this yes or no. Have FSG um, improved Liverpool in every aspect, on field and off the field? Yes, they have improved things off the field and off the, on the field. 
But when it comes to investment and backing the managers in the transfer yeah. window, we agree with you to an extent. I do. I do. Absolutely embarrassing. Roy Hudson, Brendan Rodgers, Kenny Dalglish, and Klopp. Four, three and a half managers in, and none of them have been given funds to improve the team. None of them. Huh? Well, well, I mean, Klopp's improved the team with very little funds. So you're saying they haven't. They've not yeah, been but given I think I think, I think the way I think the way people see it is, and we keep going back to this. You know, if you if you're if you're able to look at the model they have, you know, you you, you can see the model for what it is, right? That's that's fine. People's <clears throat> frustration is is that you know, and me and Shani were talking about me and Shani kind of not argued but debated over it last Sunday, where we said, you know, it's it's good, but it needs to do more. And if and I think everyone's in agreement that if FSG can't find more in some way. Right, i.e., bringing more money in than they currently spend, which gives you extra funds, they probably do have to move on. But having said that, the only thing FSG have said, right, is that they're always looking for options. Okay, I think they came out in in the Ornstein thing back in November. The word was that Liverpool were for sale. When actually the quote said they always look around and they're always looking at their options. Now, the talk was then a little while later that I think it might be Mike Gordon confirmed that they will be open to a sale. But these things don't happen overnight. So if I have it in my head that I want something now and it doesn't happen right now, okay, I don't think it's very fair to get overly frustrated by it. Like this is a four to five billion dollar deal. It's not like, it's not like we're, it's not like, you know, 2010 when FSG went to take over the club and it had to be done quick do it quick or we're in fucking trouble here this is this is a four to five billion dollar deal and if FSG have looked at it since November I think it's and they can go or not go whatever but I think if they if if you're looking at November I think it's fairly acceptable that a deal I don't know how far down the road a deal may be it's fairly acceptable, I think, in mid-January, which is probably eight weeks since we had that Ornstein thing, that the club has not been sold yet. It does not get done that quick. It simply doesn't. It doesn't. Even if somebody came in t- today and said, we will put five billion quid on the table, the amount of legalities that has to go through, all right, and that's why these two companies are involved, the amount of legalities from the Liverpool end, because of all the, the assets Liverpool own and everything else, and, the, and from the other end as to, have you got the money? You put it down, have you got it? You have to show you have it. And the amount of due diligence, everything else that has to go on, you know, takes time. And I'm not saying you won't get what you don't what I'm not saying you won't get what you want. But I think what's happening now is that on a day to day basis it's gone from Liverpool are being sold to Liverpool aren't being sold to why isn't it being sold to you know, and it just con- continues on. But um Listen, Fair Bruno. play, Bruno. Yeah, no, Fair thanks, play. thanks Fair a million for your call, mate. Nice and, um, keep the faith. Keep the and, uh, faith, mate. Keep I'm going to try to get someone else in, all right? Nice one. Cheers, well, mate. I'll just quickly make this point, last point, right? This isn't pregnancy, yeah? This isn't pregnancy. This isn't like moving house, yeah? I've got a date. By April 22nd, my birthday, this guy has to be out of the club. No excuses. Right. I'll... <laughs> or even better. The 2nd of February, my sister's birthday. 
There's two we, dates. Which do you prefer if we're talking to him? He could be ringing <laughs> me next, bro. Well, look, we'll let, uh, we'll look I think I think the big thing is is that whether you want FSG to stay or go, or you're indifferent to it, I think a decision on when it might happen, I think, or finality on when it might happen, I think is looking at it to happen now. I think is, mm, I think it's a bit. It's a bit optimistic. But Bruno, listen, thanks a million for calling in. And um, we'll try to get someone on. Cheers, mate. Right, there was a forced caller. Frustrated. Yeah, Yeah, frustrated. Uh, Glasgow Red TV says um, the link isn't working. Listen, if you're trying to get in and we're not answering to you, stay where you are and we'll try to get people in as we go. Um, That's the, it's it's just, you you get held in a, in a, in a queue. So don't, um, don't, don't worry if it it hasn't come on. Um, We've another one. Do you want to bring another one on? Come on, this is like yeah. Joe Duffy. This is yeah, right. yeah. Uh, Segun is the person's name. So let's see if let's see if this works. Let's see. Okay, Segun. Have I got the right name? Let me see. Segun, can you hear us? Uh, sorry. There you uh, go. Good evening. There you are. How are you? What's How's it going? Fella? I'm fine. Uh, so I'm just going to pick it up from where Gav ended. Uh, so I'm not particularly uh, against any owners, whether you want to come in or you want you want them to go out. But I think uh, we actually need to understand that we're a fan of Liverpool Football Club. John Henry is a businessman. And he has the right <laughs> to run his business because not each one of us, that's why the fact that you can't see that your neighbor is riding Porsche and you decide that, ah, because of that, I need to ride Porsche because you might not be able to afford it. So for FSG, FSG understand their model. And when they realize that, okay, this is not working for them. Because I think the, one of the major reasons why they went for the Super League is because they want they want more money to be able to compete and they are not ready to push in their own money. They want the club to be able to run itself. But when that did not work, they look for other ways to, to, to invest their money because I think in reality, Liverpool has reached like the peak in terms of <laughs> in terms of what they can gain. If you turn three hundred million to to three billion in maybe twelve years, I think you should you should be doing that every twelve years <laughs> more. So for me. FSG is serious about what they want to do. If they are not serious, they are not going to go to a bank to to come and advise them because it costs a lot for you to bring any bank, international bank, to to come in exactly into the transaction. It's not is you you will be very surprised that they can take twenty percent. Bank can take up to twenty percent of whatever income that you get on it. So, I think we need to we need to calm down we need to concentrate so much on what is happening on the feed not Correct. because we don't even That's have control exactly if if fag said they are not selling they are not selling uh, my you fan has been trying to get glazer out for how many years 
they they like couldn't with all the with all the protests and everything. Oh, don't buy, don't buy this, don't buy this. The F the glazers are still there. So I think we should concentrate on what is happening off the field, and we have every reason to be angry what is happening on the field. But when it comes to whether they are going to do a takeover or not, I think we should we should put our energy somewhere else. We can we can abuse them for not uh, having uh, for their performance on the field. But whether they are going to go or they are not going to go, I don't think we we have any we don't have any power to do anything about it. It's, it's their business. Yeah, so that's it, that's my own contribution. You're right. You're right in what you're saying, and um, you know, Sean, I'll let you answer this before we let let him go. But we have to concentrate what's on the pitch. It makes a yeah. good point. But the frustration as to what's going on on the pitch does trickle upwards. All right, Klopp, the management, um, yeah, absolutely, and everything else. So, although. You know, you, you get behind the manager and you get behind the team and you get you get behind Liverpool as a whole. At some stage, Sean, whether it's the manager, the his staff, recruitment, or the owners, they're going to have to identify what's going on here and they're going to have to yeah. make changes. And if they can't make those changes, the changes probably needs to come at the top. Like that, That's a very, very yeah. fair thing to say. Well, yeah, and look, it was great points made by the caller. I think it's very rational thinking. Um, I think cool heads always prevail in these situations. Yeah. And again, you need to kind of look. There's not a lot we can do as fans uh, that affects this. And like he says, it's big business, Gav. This is not like some under the table deal. Like this, this will take a half a lot of time. The legalities, like you said, big banks being involved. It's big, big money. It, we're talking billions, not millions. Um, so it is going to take time. And there is only so much we can do as fans, which is not a lot really, whereas we can just continue to support the team. Um, I'd say as sort of an admittance by FSG that they've they said they've outwardly looked for investment in Liverpool solely, not not like FSG the way they did with Redboard, where they got some investment in there. But that they understand now that they need they need investment somewhere else if they're going to give Klopp exactly what he needs for a rebuild because I think under their model which has done us done well so far I do think we need a little bit of leeway even Klopp himself has kind of um, referred to this when he said I wish we could be more risk adverse so I think the caller, caller makes some very very valid points I think thinking rationally is is exactly the best way to be now and, and trying to keep cool um, I think it will all work itself out I think Liverpool it's far too big of a football club. I think FSG, that the clever businessmen, like you said, these, these lads are capitalists. They, they're not going to want to let this drag because they won't win either. And fans are just restless at the moment because, and it's being accelerated by what's going on on the pitch. And then you read what you see in social media and fans are just restless. And me included. Um, it, it has been frustrating. It's been a frustrating season, especially when you look at what teams around us are doing. So, uh, all we can kind of do now is kind of keep clear heads and think that maybe by this time, six months down the line, uh, the club may be in a, in a completely different position than it is now and we might be ready to kick on and challenge again. Because one thing's for sure, based on what Klopp said to it, and I, 
he's not going anywhere. And he, he it looks like Klopp is fully aware of what he needs to do to get this team back to where it needs to be. Yeah. Look, Sagun, yeah. thanks a million for your call. Um, we let you go. But, um, thank you. And great to hear from you. Cheers, mate. Well, thank you. Well, well, um, that was good, wasn't it? It's good so far. Are you enjoying it? Yeah, I am enjoying it. Because you get different you people and you get different opinions. And some hate FSG and some don't. And some that, don't man, and that man has a Versace house coat on and a pair of slippers because he's so chilled out. Yeah. And, uh, I think yeah. I'd, lo- I'd, I'd love to be naturally like would that. You be lo- would you love to yeah. be that chilled out? Yeah, some people are just naturally like that. And yeah. I thought he was absolutely brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Gav, get them to let them know where, where they're calling in. Oh, from. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let us yeah. know when you're, calling, when you're calling in. Yeah, I will. I'll ask them. Sorry, Shani. Um, because people are... People are... <laughs> One person said there something about... Hold on, I find it because it was very funny. I have to look it up. And I wasn't... I was trying not to laugh because it makes it look like... A G tenses, Brody, you're in Ballyferm and you have a problem with John W. Henry. When did you notice the problem? <laughs> and I just thought it was fucking brilliant. Quality. Um, but just to let you know, if you're on, you're talking to us. Um, we're not laughing. We're not laughing. Oh, at yeah, you. yeah. The, uh, we're laughing at stuff in the chat. The which comments. is um, the thing about Brody and Ballyferm absolutely got me. But... um. Before, if, there might be other callers coming in in a second, but I want to ask you something else. We'll get away from FSG for a minute because I'm sure everyone calling in will ask about FSG and the, and the takeover and stuff like that. And we've all given our views on what we'd like to see happen at Liverpool. Um, you know, if they go, they go. Um, if they don't, they need to get more money there. It's, it's as simple <coughs> as that. But just on the game last night, because, Shani, you mentioned it, and um, I'll come to you first. It was nice to see a midfield run around a lot, wasn't it? Yeah, and like, I think I, I really enjoyed the show he did with Phil that I like have. I, I love when people look at things in as a whole instead of microcosm. And although there is a little bit unrest in the background, like, I don't think, I don't think it's it's outrageous to say what a mobile midfielder does to wear a system. When we play, he didn't really change the system last night, which I I call out for. Um, it was just more a personnel thing, and we even seen the difference when Fabinho come on. Now I'm not gonna dig Fabinho out, but I did have a bit of a laugh at him last night. He was just bouncing the ball up in the air whenever yeah, he came yeah. to him. But but was fucking absolutely quality. I thought he was outstanding. He, he did yeah. look out of place at all, and Gav. You see with technical players when they're younger that they seem to struggle a little bit with the other side of the game. But he's bang up for the physical end. Yeah, he's a little right footer, isn't he? He gets in. Yeah, he, 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 his, um, his sense of tackle is fucking brilliant. And you can tell who really enjoyed himself last night was Thiago playing beside someone like him. And again, it goes back to, look, I'm not blowing to my own horn here, but fucking facilitate a guy. Now, that's probably a bit of a slight on him because he was fucking brilliant in possession last night. He was some lovely touches. Um, but a facilitator just goes a long way. You look look at the difference Thomas Partey has made to Arsenal. Casemiro has made to United. These allow your Mavericks to perform. You know what I mean? It it, it, it takes away as well, by the way. Yeah, okay. really and do you know what? Look, it's this fucking age-old story with Keita. Honestly. It's that he was. I thought he was brilliant last night. Um, but 
And you see, sorry, you, you were saying he was brilliant yeah. last night, right? And I've seen compilations of, I've seen one compilation today, and <clears throat> there was nothing magical in it. And people are like, and I see him, a compilation just went up. No, but was, Gabby was, was pre- like, But this is what I'm present. saying, this is what I'm going to really? say to you. All, all his touches were in it, and people are like, oh, what, he just ran there with, and I was kind of going, no, you're missing no, the point. Because yeah. everyone, everyone, when they're judging Naby Keita, expects Naby Keita to get the ball in his own half, dribble past four fellas and slip fellas, some fella in on goal, right? Mm. But that's not what we need. Nabi was fellas, horrible. The amount Do you know of, what Nabi was? The amount, but the week. amount of interceptions he made and threw his body in here and just he just tried to smother Wolves when he when yeah, he could. He and was a as part of that midfield, I thought it was good, really good. He, yeah, he was a nuisance. He was a nuisance last night, and that's what you want to be. Yeah. We were horrible last night. We were horrible. The play, you could see the, the, the Wolves crowd had their backs up. Fucking. We were horrible to play against last night. I thought he pressed really well. But that's the thing. Like, I'm not going to hang any hopes on Naby Keita because I just can't. Any time I have, he's let me down. And that's he, the story of his career at Liverpool. That's the yeah, story of his Liverpool career. <coughs> I've, made, really yeah, but I've, made, I've made the point so many times on Naby Keita. Ability-wise is not in question. It's it's availability, availability and consistency yeah. for me. And it, and it, the availability shows because I think he's he's played 123 games in 250 Two hundred and sixty odd games that he that Liverpool have played at the time he's here, he's he's been missing for a good load of them with injury, and other times he just hasn't been picked, and I don't know whether that's a lack of trust and whatever it might be, but you're seeing last night that Naby Keita doesn't need to be slaloming down the pitch, but Naby Keita gets his foot in, keeps it, a couple of good flicks, got away from a couple of people, threw tackles in, and worked, and genuinely, honestly. Them players went out there last night, midfield in particular, Elliot as well, Gakbo. They all worked. And once they, they worked hard, off, they got right? chances. Mm. They got chances and they were able to play their football. I, I thought it was great. And um, people are asking how you how you join in and um, you want to call in. If you want to call in, check the community tab in in our YouTube channel. You will see the link there. You can join in. Veranda Cheese wants to um join in and that should be fun if he does. But um I'll just knock him off if he's out of order. Jono asks, Have we not talked about the prank yet? Keith. The BBC last night yeah. before the game. Yeah. Outrageous stuff. Yeah. I like it. I have to say, I like it. How long did it go on for? I'd say the phone rang twice. Yeah, it was about 11 minutes or something. So, no, so they're standing, they're, they're sitting there talking next while it just goes off yeah. and then they go to Shearer and it just stops and then it starts again. <laughs> and the, obviously a phone strapped under the table somewhere and... But it's, yeah. it's ingenious, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, because you see the clips and all of that, don't you? Like lads going through the airport on the stag and they'll stick a speaker in one of their bags and do yeah. it. But that's the BBC, FA Cup, Gary Lineker, you know what I mean? This is, that was a... They handled it well, I thought. They did, they did. They just... What else can you do but laugh? And you see, you can't go to an ad on the BBC, that's the problem. <laughs> you can't go yeah, to an ad. they didn't... Um... They didn't kind of shy away, but they they, yeah. they kept alluding to it then throughout the night, you know. Yeah. They kind of made it. And Gary Gary Lineker, who was a bit of a twat, um, in my opinion, seemed to handle it really well. And yeah, it was good. It'll be one of them things. Uh, that'll be a quiz question in a few years, I reckon. <laughs> yeah. But um, nah, it was good. We've all I've gotten caught with that so many fucking times. Oh, yeah. it, it's untrue. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, we we used to have the rule in the in the. In the WhatsApp group that you weren't allowed to do that, um, <laughs> yeah. and if you'd done it, you were you were fucked out. But no, listen, the midfield was good. It was good to see Elliot get a goal last night. Um, Liverpool move on, of course, into the fourth round. They go away to Brighton, but um, 
nobody else calling in you, so let's let's chat. And by the way, um, when we get near the end, if you want to come on and ask us random questions, you can come on and ask us random questions. And it doesn't have to be all FSG. It can be just general, general Liverpool questions, football questions, you know, what you like on a sandwich at 11 o'clock. And you can ask that if you want. Like, there's no problem. Um, but looking forward to Saturday. Um, Sean, I'll come to you first. Um, it's a big game, isn't it? They're all big games, but this I think this one is so hard to call. You know, if Chelsea were flying in form, you go, yeah, I'm going to lean towards Chelsea, but I think it's hard to lean towards either side at this, at this minute because of form and, and players out and whatever else. Are you confident for Saturday? I can't say I'm confident because just the way the season has played out, but well, now at half 11, how confident I'll be when I see the lineup. Yeah. Um, I think if Klopp trusts a couple of the young lads, we have a far better chance against Chelsea on Saturday. It's a big game again. And look, I think narratives are going to change quickly in this season because a couple of results and you'll be right back in the mix. Like, look, I, un- I understand it feels all a little bit doom and gloom and shitty at the moment, but points on the board and things will look different. Um, we haven't been consistent at all. But I think last night is something to build on because if you keep, keep clean sheets, you're always giving yourself a chance at winning games, especially when we have the forward players we do. And it looks like we're going to have a couple back. It looks like Darwin will be back for Saturday as well. So I'd like to see like a front line with Gagbo, Darwin <laughs> and Salah and, and maybe some sort of like a, a, a midfield similar to last night. I hopefully he really, really plays by Jetchic on Saturday. I really do. I hope you probably... think he'll do it against Chelsea? Are you yeah, be worried about the physicality? Oh, no, I'd, I'd be of the opinion. Chill well and James, James, back, and James back in full training for Chelsea today, says Carl Robinson. He's been more, he's been more physical than, yeah. Well, than see, that's what one. that's sort of what I'm trying so, to get to uh, because even though he's young and inexperienced. The older, experienced players are just going around like statues. So I don't know what benefit yeah. we get out of, let's say, playing a Henderson or a Fabinho even ahead of the young flow. I'd nearly, yeah. I'd, I'd be a, of the opinion, throw them in. It's Chelsea. could be up against Kovacic and whoever else. Look, throw them in. The way I see it is now, like, we've we've more to gain than we do to lose at this stage yeah. um, in terms of the Premier League. I'd definitely be throwing them in. I'm not even joking. People are fucking... Digging me out as well for saying I want to see Doak. Like I, I, I wouldn't care, but I do because yeah. The the thing is, like if you're if you're good enough, you're old enough. It shouldn't really matter. I, I trust the Jetjic. I do. I would trust yeah. him. And I said it last night. Like he's gonna make mistakes. There's no point getting on his back. But I'd much rather a fella making mistakes that you know is gonna learn from them than the type of like. Fabinho come on last night and his first touch was a tackle. Yeah. His first, his first, like he was terrible when he came on. Like he did. We looked rocky when the young lad went off last night. So I'd, I'd play him. I woke up. I'll know I have them when I see the lineup. I'm not really worried about Chelsea because I know they signed a man, Modric and all, but. Chelsea are just kind of fucking. They nothing about them screams Chelsea to me anymore. They've yeah. there's no real killers in the team anywhere. Um, no cohesion, that, no plan. They had to sign about eight strikers who are all the same player. Yeah, like, I, I don't, I don't get it. And there's talk that they're going to spend another two hundred million in the window. Look, listen, we torn up, Anfield horns up. We should be fucking beating this because 
any other stage of the season, you'd be expecting to beat them. So, yeah, we really need to like not make a statement and not turn corners, but winning is habitual. And I'd really like to see us kicking on. And I'd like to see Klopp throwing it out there and not just going with the same thing. And if you are going to play Henderson, Thiago, change the system. Yeah. Like we spoke about already. I, I've, 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 I've a feeling he definitely plays Henderson because Henderson hasn't played at all last night. I think he's definitely going to play him. And I'm with you. I play I play those same three again. Because the way it is, right? You know, people are saying Bacetic got cramp on 70. That's absolutely fine. He's three days to rest. Three days. Yeah. And not only that, we've seen players like Henderson and Fabinho or Milner or whoever in midfield be fucking struggling fitness-wise with 10, 15 minutes to go in a game. And they play at the weekend. So yeah. I don't, I don't. That argument doesn't carry for me. Like, and look at the lads me, at the end. Are you telling me that Stefan Bacic comes off that pitch last night or gets on that coach and says to himself, "I don't think I'll be able to play on Saturday, lads." Got a bit of cramp there. He'd be fucking running through doors at Anfield. Is he young play? He's a he's a kid, young kid. You he, gonna? He'd be carry, He'd be going through on adrenaline. But yeah, exactly. He's fucking um, colder than the other side of the pillow. He, he nothing seems that he looks like one of them who's yeah. just dead inside, doesn't he? Like yeah. I, I don't. Nothing would phase him. I really hope the club goes for it because I, I just don't think the lads... And again, go back to what Klopp said. He goes, maybe these players who are good for us for the last couple of the years aren't able to do what they do anymore. And yeah. We'll know. And, and that, that's going what I was going to what, say, yeah. Yeah, well, going back to what Phil said, you know, I know you about the run-in when we had all the injuries. We only really started to look ourselves when we started playing centre-backs or centre-backs. Even though those centre-backs were... Reese Williams and, and Nathaniel Phillips. Phillips. Yeah. Put round pegs in round holes and things start to walk again. A functioning midfield last night gave us structure, gave us a style of play. It allowed us control in the game. We controlled the game. But the Wolves away is a tough game, man. It? Like, I don't remember ever going there and blowing them away. They're always tough games. So, yeah. I really like. I don't. I can't see Saturday being any harder because Kovacic is a really good player for Chelsea. But great player. Other than that, other than that, who's gonna bully? Who's gonna overpower Pacheco in the midfield? I don't know. I, I just think he has way too much of a positive impact on but the I, team. I think, if, I think if you if you Shani, if you play him deep and you put Thiago and Kate beside him, it wasn't like he, people got at him last night because there was energy there and. If you have the energy and you have, and he's a snide little fucker as well, and you have Keita, who I think was really good last night, but then you have Thiago, just will just take a ball and get you out of trouble like that, and gives you that rest. You know what I mean? And get you, you, you can even give Thiago a dodgy ball and he'll, he'll fucking get hold of it and do something with it. Um, Hannah asks, Ben Doak is another kid. Why are we suddenly off of burning out kids way too soon? Oh, listen, Hannah, I'm not That's talking about twenty five yeah. games from now the end of the season, but Jesus I think, I, but I think I think he's a good, I think he's a great option to have on the bench for. Asala or whoever's on the left. Trauma on yeah. either side. Because the thing about him is, he's getting 10, 15 minutes here and there, right? And he's just coming on. He's just loads of energy. Loads of energy. He knows, he knows when to run with it. He knows when to take people on. He knows when to hold it, pass it. He looks so, so good. I wouldn't be playing him every week. But I'd have him on the bench. I'd keep him in the squad now. Um, Put it this way on that point before we move on. Like, would you rather see with 20 minutes to go 
and you're taking off, let's say, uh, Gakbo's playing through the centre, and you take him out and put Salah central, would you rather see like Oxlade-Chamberlain coming on for them 20 minutes, or would you rather see Ben Doak? I'd rather see Ben Doak because it's the he's trying to make things happen. That's not a slight on Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain, but Doak is trying to make things happen. We were looking at the match and we were texting, and I thought he was very clever. There was times he was getting the ball, and he wasn't just constantly putting the head down and trying to beat players. He was passing it inside when it was to be passed inside. He was taking the right, making the right decisions. And he wasn't just trying to constantly just beat a man, beat a man. You know when you get them little wingers and they just want to drop the shoulder and go. He knew when to do that, but he knew when to do the other side. And he's strong as an ox as well. I think this kid has a lot in him. And as Gav said, we're not looking to play him 40 games a year. Exactly. You know what I mean? Just and use I think him big, where you can use him. A big thing, like a big telltale when you see kids like him coming into the foul is... You look at senior players and you think, are you reluctant to give them the ball? Now, Salah was looking for him. Salah was looking for him at every instance because he knows this this kid can make it happen. He can go inside, he can go outside. I, I actually listened to a, a Celtic podcast about him because my mate of mine, Adam, is a huge Celtic fan and they were fucking devastated when they lost him. But he's bow-footed. Yeah, they don't, 100%. Like, not, yeah. Nobody knows what foot he... Like, he doesn't really have a stronger side. It, it looks like Scotland are going to fast-track him into that first team. You just know when you, you just sometimes you just know when you see kids at that level, you just know by their demeanor, the way they go hiding. The big thing is pace, strength. Woodbourne always looked lovely on the ball, but he didn't have that explosive pace. No. This kid is light, like he. He's re- he, he looks really, really good. I remember when Sterling played his first game for Liverpool. You just knew there was something yeah. different. He moved different. He was quick. He was yeah. strong. It's, it's Michael you, Owen. It's that you, small knew, fella. you knew straight away. Like, and this is not the heat pressure on the kid because he looks like he fucking eats it. Honestly, he looks like he's late for school every day. Looks like he's just <laughs> a little head on him. Yeah. Um, he really like he, he excites me, guy. And he does. And if I seen him coming out the bench, off the bench, I'd be excited. I re- like. He's a wild card. He's another wild card. Yeah, and I think in seasons like this when it's not great and we're hoping to improve and we're hoping to push on and try to get top four but in seasons like this sometimes you do get players that come out and you go well like fucking look what we have in our hands here Michael Owen being that case in point 96-97 and you know I think right at the end of the season he scores a goal and a year later he's he's playing in a World Cup um, he's a bit like Michael Owen for me he has that determination he has that coldness to him um, and then blistering pace strong he, you know I, I think he's a fantastic footballer. But, like, all right, people, Hannah maybe put it that way and said, right, don't play him, we don't want to burn him out. But I kind of understand where she's coming from because oh, yeah. you don't want to, you don't really want to end up in a situation where you're having to play him 10 games in a row at 17. I get that. But, you know, someone else said there, like, Barca have missed teenagers in their midfield, can we not? Yeah, but, you know, Barca on the top of a league, we're not. So you kind of have to, you kind of have to caveat with that. Um, Art Mello. Um, I've seen today linked away to Palmeiras in Brazil. Who? Yeah, him. <laughs> um, talk is that Palmeiras are looking to take him. And if they can sort the wages out, he could go this month. Yeah. Keith, does that tempt you into thinking that Liverpool are going to do something here? Or is no, it just it's a case of getting rid of Arthur It annoys Mello? me. Because why have they not got rid of Arthur Mello already if they can? I thought there was some well, sort of thing they can back. Because Palmeiras are looking to bring him in, that Juve will... Like, whatever the penalty was for sending this fella back, and it's not a dig out on the, the... The chap got injured with a bad injury and after playing one blade in 20 minutes or something for Liverpool. 
he's done nothing. It's been the biggest waste of time, the biggest waste of energy that we've had. And again, it's not on the chap, but if we can get rid of him, I don't know why we're keeping him in there because... I don't think we can. I think the agreement is that he stays at Liverpool on loan, right? Yeah, and that's it. Liverpool have to keep him. Unless Juventus turn around him. and say he's being sold if you want it and give well, it Juventus the option. Well, Juventus are in a bit of shit, aren't they? Yeah. Well, Juventus, I think everyone resigned that Juventus about three or four the weeks ago. But, but, Shani, does that make you think, oh, if that happens, you know, it frees up a spot in the squad, you know, or are you just kind of going, nah? Well, it will mean that the elephant in the room of not having room is addressed. Yeah. If yeah. it was to happen now, it'd have to happen sooner rather than later. Um, Palmeiras have allowed the cash as well. So if it's only a wage thing, then it shouldn't be a big issue. I think it'll be good for him, Gav, because look, it just hasn't worked out. You know, like simple as that. Just one of them things. It shouldn't have happened in the first place. Just you know what I mean? Kind of brush your hands of it and go right. Okay, look, sorry, but thanks, but no thanks. I'm sure there's probably a willingness there on all sides get something like this done so look if it did happen it would it won't get rid of that problem that we do have in terms of having room in the squad that you like you just can't get away from that at the moment yeah like and it, it dangles that carrot doesn't it it gives yeah jesus there's yeah. space so, now look there's what two weeks left in the window i think a lot could happen um bro the longer it goes on, I'm starting thinking that our eggs are all in a young Adonis from Birmingham shape basket. <laughs> a gorgeous young man from Birmingham shape basket. Uh, it looks like me, to me, that the powder is couldn't be drier. It's fucking, it's locked away. Yeah. Um, because it just, I don't know. There's only one player who I'd really like to see us bring in this window, if I'm being honest with you, and I don't see it. Well, that's Quisado. That's Quisado. Um, yeah. But or, or like, I wouldn't be rocking the boat for anyone else because it doesn't really look like anyone else is, is available. And I tell you what, fucking, I'm not too keen on Italian players, but I watched Inter Milan tonight, and my Jays is that Barella to some player. Yeah, he's so, right. Yeah, if... It, one we should be looking at in the summer if I was to go around, uh, he's the one I'd definitely be looking at. Okay. And then the next summer FC, Jesus, mate, fucking grow up with it. Watch him wait and watch Arsenal TV playing FIFA. Yeah. Next summer FC, well, caveat and stuff. Um, if anyone wants to call in, we're leaving here in 10 minutes. I promise you that we're leaving here in 10 minutes. Okay. So if you want to call in and ask us anything you want, it can be Liverpool related, it can be ownership related, it can be just anything general um, you can absolutely throw it in there um, or throw it in the chat if you don't want to come on and we might answer a few before we go um, you know you drew tonight um, I was expecting to win that and go to the Emirates looking to get right up on top of Arsenal but that's two big points lost them, even at this what you consider early stage it's another big weekend of football um, We Liverpool play Chelsea and the lads are going to preview that a bit tomorrow and, and definitely on Friday um, sorry, Liverpool v Chelsea. Did I say Arsenal? Um, you have got Arsenal and United. Uh, City play Spurs, I think, tomorrow. Am I right? Um, I think they might play tomorrow or Friday. City play Spurs. And, you know, but down the bottom, there's not a huge game. It's um, 
it's West Ham against Everton. What do you think of that? Will I let our next caller come in? Keith, West Ham against Everton. Oh, I'm heavily invested in Everton going down now. Um, West Ham are muck, but <coughs> um, I'll be rooting for them to, uh, to, 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 to give Everton one. They're terrible. Everton are muck. West Ham are muck, but I can't see any positives in Everton at the moment, so the sooner they're gone, the better. Okay. We're joined by Chris. Chris, how are you? Can you hear us? Are you there, Chris? I am, sorry. I've got two. I've got one that's delayed. Okay. All right, lads. How are you? How's it going? Chris, what's I'm above, the story? Uh, I'm above the ground. You're ignoring me in the chat. You said <laughs> I'd get on and be controversial. <laughs> anyway, have you got a question, Chris? Yeah, yeah, because you ignored me in the you ignored me in the chat. I, I put forward the idea that I would start Keller oh, this weekend rather than Apologies. Hmm. You'd start Kelleher yeah. and goal at the weekend? Yeah. Interesting. Okay, go on. Tell us more. It's just more, I mean, there's absolutely no doubt in what Alisson has done for us. And he's top quality. But last two games in the league, howlers, massive howlers. I don't know whether the head's gone. I don't know whether it's post-World Cup or whatever. But he doesn't fill me with full of confidence. And considering I don't think Keller is going to be there during the summer, there isn't a bigger window to uh, get a couple of quid on the keeper. like, And I, I just, yeah, I just think that there's something about Alisson at the moment. He had, he had a patchy couple of weeks, a couple of seasons ago, and this just feels very similar. I was surprised to even see Keller get a run. Um, after Klopp's comments, do you know that Alisson will be the cup goalkeeper? But, and I know but, he probably wasn't but expecting a replay. But the thing is, Keith, he, he starts Alisson in the fourth game of the yeah. cup and then brings Kelleher in. Now, could you read something into that where he went, well, I was going to start you, but you know what? I'm starting Keller because you could read into that with the likes of Henderson, uh, Fabinho. You know, I'm not I'm not too sure there's anything to it. I don't think Keller has done anything wrong as a Liverpool goalkeeper. I think it's going to be a massive shame if he does leave the club, but I understand. We had a big conversation about this a few weeks ago about what do you do? Do you sell him and get a boy back? But would you consider this key to the weekend? I wouldn't, but only for the fact that I would see that as a bit a bit too extreme. Do you know what I mean? Like from Klopp nearly saying that Kelleher wouldn't play the Cups and two weeks later he's he's starting a league game. Now, I wouldn't have any worries about him playing against Chelsea or anything like that because he played at Stamford Bridge last season, doesn't he? He comes in, the two-all draw, can't really do anything in that. I think he's an excellent keeper. I think he's an excellent keeper, and that's the problem we have. He's 24 years old. He's absolutely brilliant. If I was so many big clubs in England, I'd be looking at this lad and bringing him in. Now, I'm not saying the you know the the top teams, but I, I don't know. It was Kevo Sullivan that keeps saying it? Sports should be looking at him. Do you know what I mean? Because they've got the worst keeper in the league. Well, he's nifty, you know, I, I get you. Like I, I just sometimes think. You know, every footballer that we all start talking about at some point had to start somewhere. And I just think, kick up the arse for Alisson. And, uh, you know, this man yeah. has played international. I know, and like, you're busy when you're an Irish goalkeeper. And I just, there's a lot about him that I just think he he would, Chelsea could be the game because I think they're going to put a lot of crosses in. He's solid in the air. Ball distribution is good. And I'd say, I just think the, 
the, the mistakes from Allison in the last two league the head was gone. I mean, the one against Wolves is you can't get your head around what he was thinking. I just I, I say I just think I think he's on the final lap. I can't see him sitting around. He can't sit on a bench. Yeah, so what bigger game? To, you you know what I mean? The, the, if he's only played cup games for us, it keeps the price down if anybody's buying him. He if like a flip of a coin, if he had a stunning game against Chelsea, you can add ten million to what anybody's going to offer for him. The only thing I'd say as well about that is I think Liverpool need a momentum run, right? So they they've beaten they've beaten Wolves a good performance and lift our spirits. Now, I don't think Kelleher's ever let us down in a game. I'm a huge fan of Kelleher, but we're talking about Alisson here and we're talking about the player who's been the most consistent. And I do, he has made a few mistakes recently. But the thing with Alisson that I like is that when he makes a mistake, his head doesn't really go. He'll do the same thing again and he might get caught. But I think he's the type of keeper that brushes her off. So I'd be re- I, I hear what you're saying, Chris, that it's, you know, it's worth trying it. But I just think if we can put a run of wins together now in league games, he, Sean, you said it earlier, a couple of wins, a couple of big results, and you can see yourself moving up that table. I, I don't know if I'd risk it in this Apparently, game. But it's, um, it's an interesting one. Just go back. Like I said, I 100% see Chris's point. But apparently, uh, apparently Bruce Adam and they're looking at Kelleher. There you go. So, you know yeah, well, I think it's. I was trying to be. Yeah, yeah, no, I think he is. That's why I think it's. It's kind of. It's going to be quite sad that he's gone to a B Irish and has spent his time playing what eight games for us or something like that. And I, I just, I'd say it's just slightly disagree with you, Keith. I think unfortunately with Allison, when the head goes, it tends to be two or three mistakes. It all starts getting shaky with him deciding to leave the box. I think. We're playing a bang average Chelsea team and it's a massive game. As much as massive games going on all weekend, I just, why not throw a curveball? Because, I mean, the whole season's been a curveball when we've been sticking with the names, expecting us to come good. And I just don't see it. But I, I'd say, I just said, I'd give you the call, yeah. lads. Well, you went I to think the it'd be good to reinstate him, in the cup, go. reinstate him in the cup, maybe, and give him the, the Brighton. Yeah, well, I think you, know you should have started the cup anyway. I thought it was a yeah. mad decision not to start him. But before you go, Chris, um, you wanted to start Kelleher. Two questions before you go. Um, I'm not going anywhere, John. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep, I might be at the wind up keys about following River Play. <laughs> With a Dublin accent on you. Tell you what we do, right? Answer the two yeah. questions. I'll let you go. Drop me an email and I'll get you back on at some stage. How does that sound? But the two questions for you. Would Oi. you start, would you start Bacetich at the weekend? And what would your score prediction be before we let you go? Uh, I can't really answer that because I went to see Avatar 3D last night, <laughs> which seems to be his best performance. And uh, I heard good things about it. And then somebody well, at my son's football match tonight suggested he wasn't good. So I, I if well, he another curve, he was very good. He was very good. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I can't see anything to lose because we've spent now what three months talking about the midfield. Yeah. Four months, so longer. Why not just throw cover, curveballs? You know what I mean. Um, score result. I, I, you know what? Normally, this year with Liverpool, I, I just can't. It's, 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 it's impossible. It, it's getting, it's getting difficult to even pay attention for the full game. If you know what I mean, it's, it's either heartbreaking or a bit of euphoria. Yeah. I go 
three one. Nice. Take that. Ah, Chris Black has the exact same in 3 1. So, all the Chris's reckon it's going to be 3 yeah. 1. Chris, mate, listen, thanks me for calling. Drop us an email, though, because we'll definitely get you back on in the future. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, just because I get a chance, and in case we don't, love the channel, lads, genuinely. And it, I, I'm really impressed with the other guests. You know, you get you get some mad stuff on, but it goes to show the quality of your audience. Hello to everybody in the chat. I am <laughs> Chris Golden. He's like well, a on the news, the isn't he? The earth is formerly known as Chris Golden. Listen, Chris, you're never going to get a channel anywhere else that's going to discuss a man's problems with butter and bread. It's as simple there as that. Go. There you go. <laughs> Tato or King, that's the question, G. <laughs> there you go. Talk to you later, buddy. Cheers, pal. Have a good evening, Chris. Good luck. No. See, we want to hang around with him. Well, yeah, I'd love to <laughs> hang around with him. I'd love him to be my friend. Um, but look, uh, we're out of here. It's it's eleven o'clock, and we promise we are going to be out at eleven. If you uh, like, there has been one more there now. I'm enjoying uh, this. This is great. Yeah. Um, let me see. Uh, no, there's nothing showing up there at the moment. So, um, what was I going to say to you? Yeah, listen, we're out of here. Um, if you enjoyed that sort of show and you're watching it now, let us know in the comments or before we, we head off. Um, or let us know if you're listening, let us know somehow. Um, but if you enjoy that sort of show, well, we'll we, we would be willing to do maybe once once a month, once every two weeks. Um, but yeah. if it got really popular, we might do it once a week. You never know. The only thing we ask is if you do come on, um, you be respectful. You know, we let we let you talk, you let us talk, and um, and we're yeah. absolutely good. There is a, there is a delay on this, so we can't kind of whip you off if anything <laughs> mad happens. But uh, um, but now if you if you liked it, let us know because what we are willing to try. We, we we listen to you all the time. In fairness, we we listen to yeah. you all the time. In fairness, um, but look, before we go, um, bookmakers.com is a sponsor of the show. I forgot to say it at the start. Uh, check out their website and their YouTube channel in the. Uh, show description um you can go on their website and find the best gambling stuff by all means but make sure you do it responsibly if that's your thing if it's not your thing you can go on and check out stats and comparisons and all that sort of stuff um so it might be something for you even if you don't gamble if you subscribe to the youtube channel you will see i think we've done i've done three shows on that channel but they do have stuff on horse racing and golf and whatever else so it might be something there on the charity i want to give kieran Thorne a mention he has donated 300 of the 600 um this evening and he's going to put the other 300 later so he has stuck by his word well, with that okay. 600 pound or 600 euro donation so um fair, fair play. play to him on that if you can it's in the show description it's all over our social media if you contact us by email we'll give you posters that you can print out there's no way we we cannot help you with this so if you can donate brilliant if not share it amongst your family your friends your colleagues um, where whoever you're talking to because it's a brilliant brilliant effort by 12 women now not 11 12 oh, um, we're very up in the numbers yeah well, we're going up in numbers usually people drop out we don't know what's going on this um, is like rocky when he's running through philly and yeah there's going to be a load there's going to be 400 people it's going to be like yeah it's going to be a mad something mad um come to dublin marathon but um, there's a women's show being recorded soon says chris back correct that's being done next week as well um so he'll have all the update on that but the charity Donate if you can. If not, share it everywhere. It's a brilliant effort by these women, as I said. And it's a brilliant, brilliant charity, um, Breast Cancer Research. So make sure you check it out if you can. Um, that is it. Keith, anything else before we go? No, I enjoyed that. That was good. Yeah, it was good. Was um, good. Albert said he's calling, but no answer. Albert, I have to go, but I promise you, I promise you, if we do this next week, you pop in and I'll wait for you to come in and make your first caller the next time. Um, Shawnee, anything else before we go? Really enjoyed that. 
and yeah. uh, great that like like I think I seen Sas Copboy say in the channel uh, in the chat there like it's good to put faces to names but like this isn't an echo chamber like you can come on here and say what you like well, yeah. we're gonna say back to you how you feel but I don't like we're not all parroting each other we're not gonna fall out with you not gonna fall yeah. out no no I and it, like there was some really good points made not the cards tonight and poor fucking Bruno Jesus Christ help someone bring him to a wedding or something because fellas man for the bridesmaid yeah. I don't know what the story is from. but uh, no fair play to all the, the, the callers calling in I really do think this is something you consider, consider doing again and a few of you other sort of fucking grow up here the bleeding stones in the chat yeah. come in because we won't fight now. But you don't have to your camera what? You don't have to turn on your camera. You can just come on. No, you don't. No, you don't. We don't. We don't all look like playing Gavin Keith and myself. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Scary. And uh, um, like and, a boy and, band, wrong direction. Um, it's a brilliant gesture. And well, I've got I've got point. a message already from one of the girls who's doing that saying uh, that money has landed and they're like, what is going on? But yeah, it, it, what... it's not the first time either. You know that Caron's hmm. done done something like that for the yeah. channel and yeah. for the charities that we support so a uh, big big bill of us for for Kieran. for anyone who doesn't know what that means it means a uh, clap fair play to everyone in the chat he and doesn't have the clap just fair play all to those who are trying to and i see my cousin albert as well was in there trying to get in not albert Bertie volkswagen keegan's pocket he actually explained to me what i meant at, uh, at a funeral a few weeks ago and uh, my mind was blown uh, apparently <laughs> Kevin Keegan put Bertie Vouch in his, in his pocket in the European Cup final or something like that. Anyway. Liverpool um, against Munching Gladbach 1977. Correct. So we, we get Albert on as well next time because I think the chat would actually really love him as well. So yeah. great show, Gav. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, I did as well. And listen, we'll, we'll, we'll probably throw the question out in our um, Telegram group to see if people liked it. Will we do it again? And I've no problem with this show every week being a call-in because we can bring two or three on, we can bring one on, we can bring ten on. It doesn't matter once people are patient, respectful, and it's all good. So um, that's it. We'll talk to you soon. That's been the midweek fix. Tomorrow, with viewers' voice, I have to go and sort that out with Matt. Um, Friday, Premier League forecast with, um, I don't know who's on that. Kev, Chris, um, Luke, somebody else's. There'll be four people on on Friday night. Saturday, full-time Reds um, after the Chelsea game. Sunday, fat back four, and then we're back into next week. And I have to say, um, over the last two weeks, we've put out a serious amount of shows. We've been clipping them up. We've been throwing them out there all over social media for people to watch and get into. Um, the, the quality of the shows have been excellent. Um, everyone that's hosted, everyone that's guested, it's been absolutely excellent the last two weeks. So um, we'll try to keep it up. You keep coming. You keep letting us know how it is. And now uh, we go from there. Talk to you in a bit. Over now. Sports Social Podcast Network.